If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Night and day, at home or away, always carry Tums, T-U-M-S. Tums, famous quick relief for acid indigestion, presents A Date with Judy. Hello. Hello, Judy. This is Harold. I just called to tell you that you were the prettiest girl at the party last night. Why, Harold. Yeah, and that white sweater you wore is the prettiest one I've ever seen. Oh, Harold, aren't you sweet? I got at the Emporium. Judy, are you doing anything tonight? Why, not a thing. Oh, swell. As long as you're free, would you go down to the Emporium and get another sweater, only in pink? Oh, Harold, how darling of you. Be sure and get size 44. It's for my mother's birthday. <laughs> Well, that's Judy, folks. Judy Foster, the cutest date in town. Your date with her each Tuesday at the same time is arranged by the makers of Tums, famous quick relief for acid indigestion. Well, let's see. Tomorrow is Father Foster's birthday. And that's why we find Judy and her 12-year-old brother Randolph at a downtown department store shopping for a perfect gift. Judy, you don't think Father would like a baseball bat, do you? Certainly not. Let's stop fooling Randolph and get Father something he needs. Well, here's a baseball glove. Don't you think Father go for that? Randolph, we only have two dollars, and we're going to use it to buy Father something he wants. Well, do you think he'd like a canoe? Father wouldn't know what to do with a canoe. I don't know. He does all right with a paddle. <laughs> well, let's get out of this sports department and try to remember Father is not a sport. Well, they got Jim Kim Kim chemistry sets for two bucks in the toy department. What do you want Father to do, blow himself up? Hey, where are you going now? Oh, there's just something over here I want to look at. Judy, we haven't got much time. Oh, Randolph, isn't this gorgeous? I don't think Father would look well in a necklace. Oh, Randolph, these earrings are divine. You think Father really needs earrings? No, but I wish he did. Well, I'm sure he'd get a lot more wear out of this diamond tiara. Look, my birthday isn't so far off, so if we bought Father a present for me, then he'd have it to give to me. Well, in that case, let's get him a chemistry set, a baseball glove, a bicycle, and a Boy Scout knife. It'll relieve Father of birthday worries as far as I'm concerned for five years. Oh, be quiet, Randolph. Come on, let's shop further. Okie dokie. Hey, Judy, what are you going over to that counter for? Father doesn't wear black nightgowns. <laughs> Children. Hi, Emma. So it took long enough on your shopping trip. Did you get your father a birthday present? Yes, Mother, we did. We almost got lost in the wilds of the laundry department, but we managed to hack our way out. Why, Randolph, how can you say that? We just took sort of a quick swing through that department. What did you get, Father? Something useful, I hope. Oh, yes, Mother, something very useful. What, Judy? I don't think we ought oh. to tell you, because we wanted to be a surprise for Father. Oh, why won't you know? We got him a smoking jacket. Oh, Randolph, what did you tell for? You know how friendly Mother is with Father. <laughs> a smoking jacket? But your father doesn't smoke. When he has this jacket, he will. You mean you got a smoking jacket for $2? Oh, no, Mother. We couldn't get Father anything cheap. This was $18. $18? 
Well, where did you get $18? Oh, we charged it. You charged it? You bought a present for your father, and you're making him pay for it? Shouldn't we have done it? Father pays for everything else. He's all oh, that's just it. He pays for everything all year round, for me, for you, and for Randall. And on his birthday, he has to pay for his own birthday present. Well, I think it's a shame. I guess we shouldn't have charged it. Well, you certainly shouldn't have. Why, I was so proud of you having saved up $2 to spend on Father. And now, incidentally, what happened to the $2? Oh, the $2. Well, um, Randolph bought himself a baseball glove for 79 cents. Well, Judy bought herself a snooze. Well, it was just the color of my chartreuse dress. I might never have found as perfect a match again, Mother. I might have looked a thousand years and not have found another like it. It was an absolute necessity. And it was only 85 cents. And that still doesn't count up to $2. Oh, well, when we finished, we were so exhausted from shopping that we had to buy chocolate Sundays. Another necessity, Mother. Yes, I think. Well, Father is not going to pay for his own birthday present. He isn't? No, Judy, he isn't. I'm going to call up the department store and cancel that smoking jacket right now. The baseball glove can't be canceled. We bought it outright. Now, listen to me, children. Your father works hard, and then he has a birthday. And what do his children do? They buy themselves shot through snoods and baseball gloves. Only one baseball glove, Mother. Oh, poor father. No one ever thinks of him. All he ever thinks of is us, but we, we just neglect him. He is neglected, isn't he? He certainly is, Judy. Oh, Mother, I'm terribly sorry. I feel awful. Poor father. We hardly pay any attention to him. I could take the baseball glove back. I know what would be nicer than anything. What? If we spend the entire day with Father on his birthday. Well, Oh, Mother, it's a perfectly lovely idea. But, Judy, I... Why, of course, that's what we'll do, Randall. For at least one day in his life, poor Father will know he's loved and appreciated. Sounds mighty ghoulish to me. It's perfectly beautiful. Father will have one perfect day. We'll go down to his office and surprise him early in the morning and just make Father happy all day long. In just a minute, we'll hear what happens to poor Father. In the meantime, are you one of those eat it and beat it persons? You are? Then you've learned that fast eating and acid indigestion often go together. Now, why not learn how quickly Tums bring relief from upset acid stomach? Yes, Tums soothe acid indigestion in record time. Heartburn and that oppressive full feeling quickly vanish. Join the thousands of other Americans who, night and day, at home or away, always carry Tums. Only ten cents a roll, all drugstores. Free roll package for a quarter. But be sure you get Tums for the tummy. There are many imitations of Tums, but no substitute for them. Now, back to A Date with Judy. Well, Judy and Randolph have decided to give Father a big break on his birthday. They're going to devote the whole day to him, doing nothing but just making him happy. And now we pick up the kids as they enter his office. Poor Father. Happy birthday, Father. Huh? Happy birthday, Father. Oh, oh, thanks. Uh, now, would you mind scrambling, please? Father, Randolph and I are going to devote the whole day to you. You'll have to leave the office right now and come with us. I'm sure that would be very pleasant here, but I have an 11 o'clock appointment. But, Father, all the arrangements for me. You simply got to Look, leave. Look, Judy, a man has come to town. A very important man from whom I expect to get a very big favor. See, I've been using a patent for years, and now he says he has a claim. If he slaps an injunction but on Father, me... But, Father, we're going to spend the whole day <clears> making you happy. I don't want to be happy. I just want my rights to this patent. This is the most important piece of business I ever had. Is this man is going to be here at 11 o'clock? Mr. Quigley, A.Q. Quigley. 
Stopping at the Carter Hotel just across the street, and he'll be here in a minute. So would you mind getting out of here and leaving me I don't know how you can think of business on your birthday. Judy, when you get to my age, you'll think of business on your birthday. Now, look, you two, run along, will you? If you really want to help me out, beat it. Oh, Father. This is what's called a paternal brush-off. Goodbye, Father. Oh, Randolph, what are we going to do? After all the wonderful plans we've made. Well, I guess Father's been neglected so long he likes it. Randolph, we simply must rescue Father from himself. Come on. Where are you going now? To the Carter Hotel. We'll see Mr. Quigley and explain the whole situation. After all, it is Father's birthday, and we must do everything to make him happy. Yeah, even if it kills him. Mr. Quigley, very. The situation is that it's Father's birthday, and we've planned this perfect day of happiness for him. Mm-mm. I see. Uh, we know business is your primary interest and all that, but uh, you wouldn't want to interfere with filial affection, would you? Decidedly not. Personally, I know nothing of filial affection, but I decidedly wouldn't interfere with it. Oh, thank you, Mr. Quigley. I think you're wonderful. Not at all. I'll call your father now and, uh, and cancel our appointment. You will? Oh, that's wonderful, Mr. Quigley. You don't know what this day of happiness is going to mean to Father. Hello? Oh, oh, hello, Mr. Quigley. Well, Mr. Quigley, I see Mr. Quigley, but couldn't you... Well, when could you... I see Mr. Quigley... Goodbye, Mr. Quigley. Oh, I'm sick. Come in. Hello, Father. Hello, Father. Oh, you two again. What do you want now? We thought we'd try once again to give you a happy birthday. Happy birthday. This is the most horrible day of my life. Mr. Quigley just called me. He isn't keeping his appointment. And he doesn't know when he'll give me another. Is that so, Father? Yes, that's so. It might be months or, or, or years before I have another chance like this. And by that time, I'll be bankrupt. Father, we planned a whole day of positive happiness for you. So all you have to do is come with us and... You will, won't you? Look, Judy, I... Oh, well, why not? What have I got to lose? Lead on! Oh, Father, I think that's just scrumptious. Now, remember, Father, this is absolutely your day. So we want you to do everything you most like to do. Hmm. What would you like to do most? Spend the day quietly under a nice, shady tree. So here we are at a nice, quiet amusement park. Oh, but, Father, this is all rearranged. After we're through here, we can do something you'd like to do. But you see, Father, this has been planned beforehand. I wonder where the gang is. The gang? Yes, Father. Your gang? Yes, Father. Oh, there they are in front of the funhouse. Come on. Just what I love most, your gang. I don't get enough of it at home every night. I have to have it on my birthday, too. I see everybody else, but I don't see Mr. Quigley. Quigley? What's Quigley got to do with it? Oh, we invited him to come along. You what? Why, yes, Father. We thought it would be nice if you had a pal about your own age. A pal? That tight-faced conservative old... You'll scare the tar out of him. We just did it for you to make you happy. Happy? I was never lower in my whole life. I can't believe it. You asked Quigley to come to this... this den of horrors? Oh, Father, he'll enjoy it as much as you will. That's what I'm afraid of. Hey, Q. Quigley, good Lord, a staid, blue-nosed old bachelor. You're proud to kill him. Oh, is he a bachelor? Yes, he is. Oh, Judy, why do you do things like this to me? Oh, well, if he's a bachelor, I'll have to fix him up with a girl. Huh? I wonder if Missy's his type. Fix Quigley up with him? Oh, no. 
No, not that. Well, you want him to have fun, don't you? Oh, hi, Dad. Hi, everybody. Happy birthday for your father, Judy. Thank you, Missy. Excuse me a minute. Uh, come here, Jojo. What do you want, Judy? Well, something's happened that calls for a tremendous sacrifice on your part. Would you mind giving up Missy? Giving up Missy? Mm-hmm. Only temporarily. My father's pal is meeting us here as a bachelor, and, uh... Since it's Father's birthday, what well, you wouldn't want my father's pal not to have a date today, would you? Well, no, but... Well, uh, I thought Missy would be a good time for Mr. Quigley, uh... So, uh, would you mind terribly if you went, Stan? Well, gee, I don't know. Maybe Missy isn't willing to sacrifice me. <laughs> Missy, come on over here a second. Yeah, Judy? Missy, JoJo's willing to release you for the day because... I have another date for you. You have? Mm-hmm. He's an older man. An older man? Oh, how marvelous. I adore men in their 20s. <laughs> well, he's not exactly in his 20s. Oh, well, suppose he's 19. Even that's a Well, point. he's uh, not exactly 19 either. Well, gosh, that's getting right back to JoJo. Oh, he's older than JoJo, and he's very rich. A millionaire. Oh, boy. Maybe even a multi millionaire. And I give you my word of honor, he's an older man. Much older. It's a deal, Judy. Well, hey, Judy, come on out of your huddle. Mr. Quigley's here. Mr. Quigley, uh, let me explain. This is all... It's all fixed, Father. I mean, about Mr. Quigley's day. Judy, for the love of heaven. <laughs> How are you, Miss Foster? I'm fine. Oh, um, Mr. Quigley, here's your date. Mr. Quigley, Miss Missy Hoffman. How do you do? Uh, is this Mr. Quigley? Why, yes, Missy. I think I'll go back to Jojo. <laughs> Mr. Quigley, really, I, I didn't know this was going to happen. I like older men, Judy, but, gee, not that old. <laughs> oh, how can you say that? How old are you, Mr. Quigley? Why, uh, I, I, I'm 45. You see? <laughs> That's not so old. He's got most of his hair. Turn around, Mr. Quigley. Judy! <laughs> <laughs> see? And the back is pretty well covered. Yeah? That's what I'd call a fringe. Don't be silly, Missy. Why, that if Mr. Quigley had on a toupee, he'd be almost silly. <laughs> Can I get you something, A.Q.? I'm dreadfully sorry. Uh, no, 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 nothing at all. Can I get you something, Father? You look like you need it. <laughs> no, Randolph, they wouldn't sell it to you. Well, okay, Judy, okay, I'll do it for you. I'll be his girlfriend. But just for today, on account of your father's birthday. Don't do me any favors. Oh, gee, thank you, Missy. Come on, Quigley Wiggly. Now, see, what would you rather do first? Uh, go into the fun house or into the tunnel of love? Oh, this is horrible. Come on, everybody, let's go to the fun house. Wait a minute, gang. Let him have it. Nice and loud now, all together. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Let me explain. This is all a mistake. Oh, Father, I'm so glad you're enjoying your birthday so much. I'm enjoying a merry chase, that's what. Every time I open my mouth to talk to Quigley, a rolling barrel upsets him. Or he shoots down a slide. Oh. But it's fun, isn't it, Father? Yes, Judy, it's fun. The kind they have an insane asylum. <laughs> Trapdoor is nothing of the kind. I know a trapdoor when I see one. Ah! On again. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
What is this hole in the wall called? Father, how unromantic of you. This is the tunnel of love. Hmm. I can hardly see. I wonder where Quigley and that magpie are. I don't know how Quigley's going to hold up on this. Normally, he looks like he was ready to cave in. If he's 45, I'm 16. Father, he and Missy are sitting in the seat in front of us. <laughs> Quigley, is that you? Yes, it is I. Oh, oh it is, it is. Oh. <clears throat> well, I was just thinking how nice it is, you uh, being near me, where I can get a chance to talk to you, explain this mess. Uh, uh, can I tell you something, Mr. Quigley? You may tell me something, Miss Mitzley. Well, uh, usually when we get into the tunnel of love, we uh, pitch wool. <laughs> Pitch wool? Yeah, you know, hold hands. Uh, in your day, Mr. Quigley, it was probably called bundling. That was a little before my day. Uh, you see, Missy, not so old. Miss Missy, should I be required to pitch wool? Well, of course, that's entirely up to you, Mr. Quigley, but you uh, just do what you like. Father and I won't watch if you don't want us to, will we, Father? No, no, not if they don't want us to. <laughs> Oh, it's so wonderful to celebrate your birthday with you, Father. I never knew how much fun it was to just give of yourself for somebody else's happiness. I love it. Just giving and giving. If you really want to give, for the love of heaven, give me a chance to talk to Quigley alone. Uh, Missy, huh? uh, would you mind changing seats with me? I, I want to discuss a, a, a new type of canning process with Mr. Quigley. Change uh, seats? Why, that'd be terrible. It would? Why, of course. They heard everybody think they saw us coming out of the tunnel of love, me sitting with Judy, and Mr. Foster holding hands with Mr. Quigley. We'll return to Judy in just a moment. In the meantime, I have an important announcement from Tums. Friends, you don't have to put up with upset stomach caused by acid indigestion anymore. Sure, certain foods, especially if you eat too much, may upset you. But Tums, spelled T-U-M-S, is the answer to that. At the first heartburn warning of acid indigestion, slip one or two Tums on your tongue, same as you would candy mints, and forget the whole thing. Your stomach and your world are both sweet again. Best of all, you can trust Tums never to over-alkalize your stomach, because Tums are different. Tums contain no soda or other water-soluble alkalis. Therefore, Tums never lets you in for an acid rebound. So be wise. Night and day, at home or away, always carry Tums. Ten cents a roll, three-roll package for a quarter. Tums for the tummy. T-U-M-S. And now, back to A Date with Judy. Well, Judy's gang is celebrating Father's birthday. They have Father and an important business associate, Mr. Quigley, out at the amusement park. And are those gentlemen getting the works? Listen. Judy, what are we going to do now? Eat our picnic lunch, of course, Father. And then we're going swimming. Oh, isn't it lovely? And the thing it's all for your birthday, Father. All I can say is I wish I was never born. Now, Father, you know you're having a wonderful time to laugh. Now? When I'll have all the rest of my life to laugh? In a maniacal sort of way, in a padded cell? Hey, come on with Mr. Quigley. What's wrong with Mr. Quigley? Well, nothing's wrong with him. He fell off the pier into the water. Oh, good heavens. <laughs> oh, he, he's all right now. They pulled him out. Of course, he's kind of puffing like an old dinosaur, but I... For 20 years, I've been trying to build up a good, respectable business. And in one fell swoop, I've ruined it. Oh, don't worry, Father. If necessary, I can become a professional baseball player and support the family. i got to go out now. When we get home tonight, you better plan on wearing it someplace else besides your hat. 
Quigley, I mean, Mr. Quigley's fall from the pier. Perfectly all right, a little wet, but after he says lunch, he's going to get in a bathing suit anyway, so what's the difference? He might catch cold. Oh, that's silly. Come on now, Quigley, with me open your mouth. That's it. Now I'll just poke in a spoon of ice cream. Here we are. Ah, uh, how about a pickle? Oh, but I love a <laughs> I'm, I'm all right, Foster, but I need to say... Please, Mr. Foster, quick, is my day. Now, open wide. Okay, everybody, get into your suits. We're going swimming. Swimming? Right after lunch? Are you crazy, Julie? Oh, Father, we're right here on the lake. We might as well use it. Here's a suit for you, Father. Go in the bathhouse and put it on. I refuse to go swimming. But, Father, you can't refuse. Not after all the trouble JoJo went to get a suit for you. Oh. He had to borrow one from his little brother. <laughs> From his little brother? Mm-hmm. It might be tight on account of Jojo's little brother only being ten years old, but he's big for his age. Oh. Come on, Father. Nearly everyone's ready to go in. There goes Mr. Quigley. Mr. Quigley? Well, he's got his clothes on. Well, he isn't going to bother changing. He's all wet anyhow. Oh. <laughs> I'll never get that pepper. I might as well close up my factory and go to the poorhouse right now. That one in the stinker. Okay, okay. Yes, sir. Father's having a perfect day. <laughs> Stomachache. Come on, Father. We're going to the dance pavilion. Dance? But you mean the dance? Oh, you won't have to jitterbug. I'll dance with you any way you want to. I don't want to do it anyway. I just want to stay here and hold my poor, unhappy stomach. Oh, everybody's dancing. Just do it the way you used to in the gay 90s, Father. You might even try trotting out a minuet. They call that music? Mr. Quigley, A.Q., uh, are you referring to me, Father? Oh, look, A.Q., when they're not looking, we can sneak out the side door. Hey, come on, Quigley, Quigley, let's dance. I should try to oblige you, Miss Mitzi. Um, can you get him up? Oh, now, Missy, please, please don't do that to me. Mr. Foster, I took him on for the day, and I'm going to do my duty. I'm going to see the band the first time. Come on, Quigley. Hey, that's it, Quigley, that's good. <laughs> Am I manipulating properly, Miss Mitzi? Not bad, Quigley. Only, uh, don't pop my arm, just jerk it. Oh, like this? <laughs> hey, now you're getting in the groove. Oh, yeah. Come on. A worm, a squirm, a rocky tuck. <laughs> Here, Melvin, put this hot water bottle on your tummy. Oh. Would you like the ice bag on your head? Everything hurts. Oh. My legs from walking around, my head spinning in a million different directions. I've never had such an awful day in my life. We were only trying to celebrate your birthday. Yeah, you celebrated it all right. <laughs> Another hour of that, and it would have been my last birthday ever. Oh, Melvin. Now, listen to me, all of you. This is my last wish. My birthday is hereafter struck out of the calendar completely. Oh, Father. Quigley will fight me tooth and nail on that patent after this. But, Father, all we did was for you. Well, don't think I don't appreciate it. You devoted a whole day to me, giving up your time, not doing the things you usually do, spending all that money. Incidentally, who footed the bill? Mr. Quigley. What? 
He insisted. Oh, if I ever get up from this deathbed, I'll... Oh, oh, my stomach. Oh, poor Quigley. Who's taking care of him? Who's putting hot water bottles on his stomach? No, 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 no. Uh, that wasn't your stomach, Carla. That was a telephone. Oh, okay. Don't mind that, Hello? Oh, yes. Melvin, it's Mr. Quigley. Quigley? What am I going to say to the man? Here, Judy, you hold this ice bag. Yeah. Randolph, you hold this hot water bottle. Hello. Hello there, Foster. Oh, Mr. Quigley, I want to explain about today. I feel just the way you do about it. Well, you know, I didn't know you had it in you. Huh? I thought it was wonderful, too. Just wonderful. You, huh? It was a fine day. Thanks very much. Now, Foster. Foster, about that patent. Yeah? You can have it. I can what? It's yours. Well, see you in the morning. Yeah. Uh, you, You don't sound so good. You can't take it, can you? <laughs> no, no, I... Well, try to get back in shape. I feel great. Bye. Well, I know. What happened, Melvin? He gave me the patent. What? He... he enjoyed the day. He actually enjoyed the day. Well, here's your hot water bottle, Father. I don't need it. All of a sudden, I feel great. I wonder who that can be. I'll get it. Hello? Oh, just a minute. It's Mr. Quigley again. I knew it couldn't be true. I knew it. Give me back my hot water bottle. I wonder what he wants now. Let me have that phone out. But he doesn't want to talk to you. He wants to talk to Judy. To Judy? I'll take it. Hello, Quigley Wiggly. Uh, hello, Miss Foster. I just called back to ask you a favor. Yes, Mr. Quigley? Could you give me Mr. Kelly's phone number? <laughs> Father, he wants Missy's telephone number. What? He must be crazy about her. Tell him I said he might as well buy himself a toupee while he's at it. Mr. Quigley, Father says to tell you the truth. We'll return to Judy in just a moment. First, we all know that eating before going to bed is fun. But even a little bite before retiring can take a big bite out of your night's sleep. For remember, the better the food or drink, the more you may need Tums. One of the most common causes of sleepless nights is an upset acid stomach. There's no sense in lying awake counting sheep when one or two tums dissolved in your tongue might relieve the whole trouble and help you to sleep in peace. It's simply wonderful the way tums bring fast relief from acid indigestion. So keep a roll of tums tucked under your pillow. Do what thousands do. Night and day, at home or away, always keep tums handy. Ten cents a roll, all drugstores. Free roll package for a quarter. Tums for the tummy. T-U-M-S. Now, back to the postures. Oh, gee, I hope that's a date. There ought to be a way you could tell it's a date by the way the phone rings. I hope it's somebody new. Somebody I could get a violent fever for. You know, I could make a fortune with an invention like that. Hello? Hello, Judy? Oh, hello, Jojo. Uh, listen, Judy. I'm pretty upset. Why, Jojo? Well, I didn't mind lending Mitzi to Mr. Quigley for one afternoon, but that's as far as I want to go. Why? What's wrong? There I was, trying to be a good guy, doing you a favor, and now what happened? All right. What happened? Now I can't get a date with Mitzi at all. You can? No, she doesn't want to date anybody but older men. Oh, gee, that's a shame, Jojo. I'll say it's a shame, and it's all your fault. When I loaned Mitzi to Mr. Quigley, I lost her forever. Oh, how gruesome. Older men. Older men all the time. Why, do you know, last night she went out with a guy 21 years old. She did? She what does she want to do that for? Don't ask me. She doesn't like anybody anymore unless he's got one foot in the grave. 
It's awfully morbid, isn't it? Awful. Judy, how do you feel about younger men? I feel fine about him. Why? Gee, I wish I could get Missy to feel that way. You do? Yeah. Judy, I know just the way to do it. How? You have a little brother named Randolph, don't you? Uh-huh. I was wondering if I loaned Missy to Randolph for a couple of hours, do you think she'd get interested in younger men again? <laughs> A Date with Judy is written by Aline Leslie and stars Louise Erickson and Dix Davis. Original music was composed and played by Charles Cornell. The program was produced and directed by Helen Mack. This is Doug Gourley inviting you to be with us again next Tuesday at the same time to keep your date with Judy. And remember, night and day, at home or away, always carry Tums. T-U-M-S. This is the National Broadcasting Company.